Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 12.35 at Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers Now. Every Friday in Oilers Now, we are joined by Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Again, tonight, tonight, they got Blood, Sweat, and Tears featuring Bobice. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. They've also got Buck Cherry on July 14th, just before we bring in Elliot. We were having a conversation. Brendan opened the show with Drake. What what, what did he do? He dropped something? What, dropped what, an album last night. He Scorpion. dropped an album. That's kind of like when a prospect finally pans out, he pops. That's what <laughs> yeah. they say. Well, it's, it's not CDs anymore, Bob. They just release it on iTunes. So oh, I, is that how they do that now? You say they, drops. Oh, okay, thanks. Thanks a lot. I'm sure they eventually release a CD copy. I don't know. Uh, uh, a different Jack has texted in the show to clarify the age gap between BU and BS. That'd be Brendan Ulrich and Bob Stoffer. Uh, Brendan Ulrich is into uh, remembers or knows Calvin Harris, BS Bob Stoffer remembers Calvin Harrell. Do you know who Calvin Harrell is? Isn't he a former CFL? Player? Oh, you had to look it up. No, did you, I, did I you know that? Did you yeah. know that he's a former Edmonton Eskimo? Yeah. Oh, well done. Good for you. I'm I'm almost impressed. Do you uh, know who Calvin Harris is? I'll ask you. <laughs> I'm well aware okay. of who. who sure. Uh, we don't play. Do we play him on any of our four platforms here in the city? I don't think so. Probably on Fresh a little bit. Uh, a little bit on Fresh. You can text. All right. Uh, just on Drake. Uh, this text comes in. Bob, Drake is the nickel back of rap. Bob, do you know any other bands other than you 2 and the Tragically Hip? Well, I brought up the Rural Alberta Advantage. Like, come on, man. Um... Amen, Bob. Drake is terrible. I love the rural Alberta advantage. Uh, comes to us from LS out of west of Edmonton. Uh, Drake is a blank, no talent music hack, in my opinion. Give me something with people playing instruments instead. And uh, Topher says, uh, Bob, um, is this orders now? Or another station. Uh, another text comes in. Jordan Calgary. Bob and Brendan, both Drake and the rural Alberta Advantage are horrible. Let's hear some metal once in a while. Kick some ass today from Jordan and Calgary. All right. Uh, we got hundreds of other texts. Thank you for all of you who are participating in today's interactive aspect. This is now becoming a very costly segment with Elliot Friedman. Hi, Elliot. How you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. Are, now, are you a Drake guy? Not really. I have a... Uh I have an incredible respect for what he's accomplished and where he's come from, but his music is not really for me. There you go. Well, you know, and you and me, uh, and maybe unfortunately for you, we're roughly of the same vintage, so maybe there's something to that. You know what well, I'm saying? how old are you? Uh, I'm a year or two older than you. Let's leave it at that. You're late. What, you're, for- you're 49? You're, yeah, you're late 40s, right? Yeah, I'll be 48 in September. Oh, wow. My goodness, I look like 10 years younger than you. You do not look 10 years younger. Not from behind you, don't look. Let's tweet about that. Do (laughs) I look 10? Everybody tweet into the show and answer, do I look 10 years younger than Bob? Oh. (laughs) Because I think I do. You think you look 10 years younger? Yeah, I got got one distinguishing factor that's going to continue to make me look younger than I really am. What's that? The hair. Yeah, I'm thin on top now, but 
I had 40 good years. You had 40 I, good I years, did you? I had a lot better run than some other people. There you go. Uh, have, have you heard of Rural Alberta Advantage? Uh, no. Great band. Okay. I'll Great. Look out for, like, I like to find different bands. Like, I is, like that's the one thing I like to do is, I'm not really like a music snob or anything like that. Yeah. But I do try to find uh, bands or music acts that are off the beaten path. All right. Well, there, you know, there's, there's some crossover mainstream stuff now in the rock stations uh, here in town. So, uh, yeah, they're actually from Toronto, and one of the guys is from uh, Western Canada, but the rest of the band's from Toronto. Elliot, it is well, free- it must be good if it's from Toronto. Absolutely. Yes. yes. How, how do we change the light bulb in Toronto again, Elliot? We stand here, and the rest of the country turns it. Yes, uh, you, we. You hold it there, and you let the rest of Canada revolve around it. <laughs> See, Drake's from Toronto too, so you guys have to make the yes, news good then too. I know, I know. And you guys are bashing him. Yeah, there we go. People who know. All right, Elliot, uh, where's John Tavares going? That's a great question. Uh, I thought we might know, like, have a better idea tonight. Um, I'm less confident of that now, but uh, I. I did think that some teams were probably going to be let known today. Like, if you remember a couple of years ago, the way they did it with Stamkos, I know it's not the same agency. Uh, Stamkos is Newport and Tavares is CAA. They, they, they let teams know, hey, you're out, you're out, yeah. we're going back, we're going back. And uh, I think that's kind of what is going to happen here. Um, you know, the last I checked, nobody had really heard anything yet. Um, you know, he flew back to Toronto yesterday where he lives. I think he wanted to take some time to think about it. You know, the one thing that is uh, that has a bit of a deadline here is if he wants to re-sign with the Islanders and get the eighth year, he has to do it by tomorrow night. So, um, you know, I, I think that there's that's like the one thing that has to happen here. But, you know, I am... I, I haven't heard, like, I don't get a sense at least about 20 minutes ago that people had necessarily been told they were out. I, I can't say that with any certainty. The longer this goes, the more nervous the Islanders get. Is that fair? Well, I, I think the Islanders were a little bit nervous that this went even to the stage. Like, if you remember back two years ago with Stamkos, he went through the process, and it was on the Wednesday that he said, you know what, it's over, I'm going back. So this has lasted already two days longer than Stamkos's did. And I, I think the thing that makes you nervous if you're the Islanders is there's some good salesmen there. You know, there are some people who really believe in what they're doing. I, you know, I think San Jose felt very confident that their pitch was good. I think Toronto felt very confident that their pitch was good. I, I think for a lot of people, it's not easy to say to have Steve Eiserman walk in and necessarily say no to him um you know those are just uh, so but i i think all these teams like the one thing is bob is a lot of these teams were sitting here going are we going to get a chance to talk and if we do we better be ready like you know ron hextall today was in philadelphia and he had a, a media scrimmage or he had a media uh, availability in the middle of their scrimmages and he said he would have loved to have gotten a seat at that table so i think there were a lot of people there polishing their pitches for if they got a chance, and I have no doubt that there were a lot of good sales put a sales jobs put on there. I think the Islanders, the the, the one guy I heard, I, I heard Lamorello was confident. 
and but he always projects an air of confidence, so I wasn't surprised to hear that. Well, there's a lot of other dominoes that are going to fall potentially here once we know one way or another, right? I mean, James Van Riemsdyk, potentially Max Pacioretty. Who knows? Yeah. Even, and I still think it's an 80 to 90% chance that Milan Lucic would remain in Edmonton. Yeah. But, but even, you know, a, a window or a mechanism may end up there uh, potentially for Lucic specifically to an Eastern Conference team that's maybe looking for a little bit of bite after watching Washington pummel some teams in the playoffs. So um, if you were a betting man, yeah. handicap this for me. What percentage does Tavares go back to the Islanders? I've always said it's 50-50. I've always believed that's his first choice. Of that remaining... Did that, did, did that change in the last few days? I have no idea, but I always believed it was his first choice. Of that remaining other 50%, what percent would you attribute to, say, San Jose? Uh, I, I, I hate doing this. I just, this okay. This is God, I'm getting... Hold on, hold on, hold on. This has got me getting radioed, like, like, All right, so let's do this. Uh, no, no, but look, look at it this way. Like, okay, th- this is the way I look at it. Of all those teams who are pitching for him, aside from the Islanders, who is the best team? Tampa Bay. Okay. So uh, that's where I start. To me, I-, I would look at Tampa Bay, and I would say they're the best team. They've got no state tax. Um, you know, I, I think so. Like to me, I look at them and I say, if if he, if, he, if it's about winning, then they're the ones that make the most sense. No state tax, that makes a lot of sense. The problem is you're wondering what's Tampa going to have to move to get him in the lineup. Right. San Jose can just plug him in. Toronto, to some degree, can just plug him in. But Tampa Bay has to subtract. That was the one thing I always wondered is, what would Tampa Bay have to do to get Tavares into that lineup? So I always said, I always thought Tampa Bay was very legit because I thought they were the best team. I thought San Jose was a a really good team with, a, a better chance because of all their cap room of not having to subtract. And I always felt that Toronto, for him, I always, it was Toronto would come in with something creative. Like, would they go big for one year and then say sign for eight more after? And plus also the opportunity to win in his hometown. You know, those were the ones. The other two is, like, to me, the one that really stood out for being different was Dallas. And, because again, no state tax team that's better than that's that's better, I think, than it looks. The one thing I always wondered about Dallas is would they also have to make a corresponding move off their roster to fit Tavares? Yeah. I always wondered would he want to go somewhere where a team had to subtract to afford him? Yeah. Well, a couple more uh, angles for you here, Elliot. I mean, Doug Wilson, as we know historically in everything, deal maker, knows how to leverage himself in a three ways as exhibited by the Mike Hoffman scenario. I mean, he he's a shrewd guy. Yeah, uh, he's a salesman. Right, good one. Right. You look at uh, uh, the Dallas Stars, and Jim Neal didn't get 
one top two center. He got two in the first couple of years that he was there. Albeit yeah. now they're looking at you know Spezza's at the end of the run here. Some think maybe he should and be. They bu- have a big decision they have to make with Sagan. How much are they going to pay him? Right, exactly. Uh, and, and then you mentioned Tampa Bay, and Iserman is considered by his peers amongst the best in the league. Like, yep. he can make things happen. So I look at those three teams, and I think to myself, there's a track record with the general managers. They're deal makers, and that factors in as well. Back to the domino effect. James Van Reems, like 10, 12 teams in on him? I would say at least that. I, I think the question is, like, one of the things I've heard with Van Riemsdyk is, is the longer this has gone on with Tavares, it's it's also limited, you know, who we could visit. Like, for example, I think Boston, if they don't get Tavares, they're going to get a winger. You know, they were in on Rick Nash. Rick Nash is taking his time. Uh, I think they want to get a winger. and But they got to wait until they hear about Tavares. I think San Jose was interested in Van Riemsdyk, but same deal. He's got to wait till he hears about Tavares. Now, I think there's some other teams there. I think uh, it was reported today Arizona's there. I, I think they're very interested. I've heard Philadelphia was interested. Um, but, you know, I think for him to really leverage his market, he has to wait and see where Tavares is going to go. So I do think in, that, in, in his case, that has affected everything else. Ryan O'Reilly, I know you would have read the piece written uh, by Scott Burnside about Carolina. Yeah. Uh, potential targets. Yeah. Um, does he get dealt here once his uh, bonus kicks in on July first? I think it's likely, but I think that I think Buffalo will ask for more. Like, I, I, if I was Buffalo, to me, if you want me to pay the bonus, the price of acquisition goes up. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think. You know, I do think that San Jose is potentially another team. Like, if they don't get Tavares, I think that, you know, they they might go in on him, too. Um, you know, the one thing is, you know, they, they call Doug Wilson the dentist because if he gets you in the chair, he's tough. Um, they already went through that once with Evander Kane. I don't know if that's their preference. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, also Montreal was there. And, you know, one of the theories out there, we all know that Pacioretty turned down a deal with the Kings. There was also some belief that they were trying to work out a deal with the Islanders for one of those two first-rounders, and that would be flipped to Buffalo for O'Reilly, and obviously that didn't happen. So, but if I was, but people are always looking for centers. Bob, I I would just say this, that if, if, if I was Buffalo and I paid that bonus, the price is going up big time for Ryan O'Reilly. Does Pacioretty get dealt? I don't know. There's a holding pattern there right now. Um, I heard some rumors the other day. They went nowhere. Um, I think one of the problems is he turned down an expansion with the Kings believed to be in the area of five years and six or six and a half million. And, you know, I think if, if he's going to turn that down, I just don't know where we are at this point in time. I think everybody is taking a deep breath there, and we'll see where that goes. Eric Carlson, Ottawa. I think the market has been softer than Ottawa would have hoped. I think Vegas is there. Um, I think I think what will be interesting is then if Tampa doesn't get Tavares, do they go circle back? You know, Tampa was in on Carlson near the deadline. They did Ryan McDonough instead. 
Steve Eiserman is really interested in the right shot D. He wants to get a good one. Carlson certainly qualifies. Um, and I, he's just kind of out of it now until he knows what Tavares is, is going to do. I wonder if he doesn't get him, is he back in? That would help Ottawa a bit. But I also think one of the questions is, is Carlson willing to sign an extension? And I just, as we talk right now, I just don't have the answer to that question. So I think that affects it. You know, I think Vegas might be willing to do the the Bobby Ryan part of that deal. Tampa wouldn't. But if, if Vegas does Bobby Ryan, then the return is going to be low. And I think Ottawa, on one hand here, is, is trying to make a deal. But on the other hand, they've got to make a deal that looks good to their fans at a time where the confidence is way down. Yep. And, Bob, I think that's going to be hard to do if Bobby Ryan's in it. Well, uh, one more for you just in Ottawa. You think yeah. they're sweating a bit on Mark Stone? Well, I think you have to, right? Like, he's a year away. He's a year away. And, um, I, 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 you know, until, like, like the one thing about all of this, um, you got to feel the team, right? You got to give your... Yep. You got to get to the salary floor. I mean, if they move out Carlson and Ryan, Ryan, yeah, it's going to be hard. But like the thing is, you know, right now, if you really want to win, you don't want to stay, right? And you know, unless they're throwing a massive number at Mark Stone, which could happen, you know, does he just take what? Like I had a couple of people say you should offer Sheehan. I don't know if I would, like, because if you really want him, you could have him wait a year, and then you can get him as a UFA. You don't have to give up anything for him. 100% agree. And the other thing, too, is, like, one team told me, they said, look, they're not in on the, they're not in on Mark Stone. They can't fit him. But they said, if you offer sheet Mark Stone, like, if I was Mark Stone, I wouldn't take an offer sheet, because what if Ottawa accepts it? Right. Bang on. If you if if you if you want to leave, if that is what you want to do, then you know why why give the hammer away? From NHL Hockey and Rogers Elliott Freeman brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino tonight, Blood, Sweat and Tears featuring Bo Bice, tickets to Ticketmaster.ca. Four quick hitters for you. Here you go. Tyler Bozak, Jay Beagle, Derek Ryan, and Tobias Reeder. I think I think there's a chance that both Beagle and Ryan end up not Beagle and Ryan Beagle and uh, Reader end up in Vancouver. Okay, I think that could happen. I think Ryan. I think there's a good chance he ends up in Calgary. Uh, Bozak. I'm not 100 percent sure yet. Denver. I think it's possible. I, I think it's definitely possible. Like, I heard Minnesota was interested in Riley Nash. Yep. So, um, you know, I could see him potentially going there, depending on what Minnesota has to do. Well, I, but I, you look for teams that need centers. Yeah. You know, Colorado's definitely one of them, and he knows them. Yeah, I, I believe uh, Derek's got an offer at uh, with a Central Division team three years. So we'll, a central division team three years. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm not. Well, gonna... And the other thing too is like Arizona, I think is going to grab a center here somewhere too. Yes. So, uh, I think they, you know, they really like like Arizona is having a good good off season. They got Ackman Larson. They got Jolmerson. Um, they just got to find a center. So 
I'm wondering, you know, who that's going to be. Do you think they would sacrifice moving out Dylan Strom? I think they would. Yeah. Yeah, I think they would consider it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Elliot, great stuff. When did your guys' coverage start on Sunday? We start at 9 a.m. your time on Sunday, and we actually have the Blue Jays game in the middle. So we're on for an hour and a half, and then we're on intermittently during the ball game, and then we come on after the show, after the ball game on Sunday. But please, don't forget to tweet in and tell Bob that I look 10 years younger than he does. Oh, that's harsh. Thanks, Elliot. You're the best. <laughs> All right, Bob. One more week, okay? We'll do next week, and then we'll... And then you're taking off for two months. Yes. I am going in the witness protection program. You might need to after what you tried pulling off today, my friend. <laughs> All right, Bob. Have a great I know where all the bodies are buried. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes I know you do. Have a great Canada day. Yes. Thanks, Elliot. That's uh, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers, 1255 in Edmonton. Uh, some guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder, every Wednesday is date night at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. We're off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back at 105, courtesy of our friends... At Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing, Saturdays at Northlands Park, Mark Spector will join us. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca.